Hey y'all, it's Danny Levin's Race Watch for the Race to Alaska, and today is July 10th, the last day of the race. Really kind of yesterday is the last day because that's when our final finisher came in. Team Ravenous, I gotta say, our first glimpse of them was shooting past the breakwater here in Ketchikan under full sail, rocketing with a colorful spinnaker shredded in the breeze. Team Ravenous is a Hobie 20. It's a fast beach cat with no below decks and a mesh trampoline separating you from the water. I mean, that's it. Well, as they came in, it was a landing by Braille for a crew who hadn't eaten in 24 hours. Smiles on their faces, but what a story to tell. The first time we met them down south, we found out why it took so long for them when they were ashore. But this time, the only question on our minds was why the hell take a beach cat to Haida Gwaii? Well, I got the answers for both of those questions for you right now. Oh, and hey, I should mention that this is a recording that was done on the dock, and it's kind of windy, and I really tried to clean it up, but I am not your NPR. You may need to strain an ear every now and again, but hopefully it's still a fine listen. Okay, y'all. Thanks a lot, and enjoy. I have a question for you. Why did you spend so much time on Saturna? What, do you have relatives there? So, so this whole camping thing, right? Um, we're just okay. Mm. Uh, so, Saturna was just logistical hell slowdown. It was just us. Awesome. It wasn't you like sunbathing no. and trying to <laughs> no. you know feed it, the goats. It was literally, it was literally us not like getting our shit together, getting like stuff back. Hmm. Mm. I mean, because it seems like yeah, after once you got going, you were kind of hauling ass. When did you jump? In the storm, we lost it out of our stuffer. Okay. Which was also why we couldn't jive. We didn't think we could jive safely once we had the kite completely under the boat. Is that why you went to Hyderabad? Yeah. There was one point of sail. The one that keeps the boat upright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that lets you... Well, we yeah. managed to stay on the edge of the storm, and so if we jive, we would have been jiving. Yeah, the storm, the storm was pretty gnarly and, and completely unpredicted. I mean, while we still had the inreach, we were pulling whoever reports a couple times a day. It said, you know, 11 to 13 southeasterly. We were like, great, full rig, let's go. Right. So we come out of the entrance. We almost capsized just trying to leave the anchor. Oh, yeah, we could barely unanchor at that Well, it was pretty too. funny, actually, because because we, we saw those anchors. We were like, all right, this is beautiful. It's really protected from the normal way. Um, that we're currently in. And, well, if there's a light separately, the, the prediction was, you know, for like a future five knots in, in the morning. Mm. Whatever, right? Our anchor holds really well. So we wake up, it's blowing, you know, maybe 15 in there, right? So, and we have the stern anchor, anchor out. So we were so like, it was okay, the, uh, the, it was the gnarliest, uh, yeah, because taking down the main is such a pain. So it was like the gnarliest um, unanchoring. <laughs> and then we come out and this is as close to a capsize as we've got. Like, I just managed to push the boat into the wind at the last moment. Like, but we were about that angle. Were you really? With the, with the entire cab, we lost a couple things off the, off the boat. So then, uh, we come back, we come out, and there are these steep, short, breaking waves. So the predicted sea stay was two to six feet, whatever. But, you know, it was probably eight feet, nine feet, short, steep. So we were like, all right, we're over the shelf. We have to get the hell off the shelf into the deep water and hopefully the waves are all in fun there, right? <laughs> we found some right. big waves. So, it was like 30 knots sustained, gusting to 40 with gigantic waves. We must have, we, there was at least one wave where we crested it and there was an entire boat length still ahead of us before we hit the bottom. That's exciting. Well, uh, but at uh, some point halfway, 
the waves have undone our supply that keeps the kite in the net in waves. Yeah. And then the kite came out through the national circle, basically. Uh, from the strainer, it went under the boat, and then every time you'd slow down a bit, it would fill with water and it'd dig the patrols into the, the big oh, waves. And you weren't able to ditch the kite, and it was just attached in a way that you didn't have. Well, we couldn't get, I couldn't get off the rail to even get to the kite. Oh, yeah. So that was the point where so we. were like, pretty close to cutting it, and then finally could, tore. Where we could no uh-huh. longer actually sail as far down as we wanted. So the wind was, was turning, essentially, sort of from a southerly more into a southeasterly, yeah. which ended up putting us sort of in the wrong direction. We considered driving several times, but then looking at the. Weber, to the other side, we mm-hmm. figured it was not such a great idea. So then the kite was torn, and you know, we went to this really nice sandy beach. We almost stopped at one of the marinas there to just like these pines because we were running out of everything at that point. Water, we started crashing. Wow, uh, yeah. Do you want a beer? Because those are for you. Well, I don't need the glass in my bra <laughs> That's one of my questions. What do you carry in this glass? This is a uh, scotch. Ah, yeah, nice. Here's a scotch. Yeah. Uh, oh, forget him. Yeah, yeah. So, did you end up camping much? We only camped on the boat, which is why we were slow. But we slept most nights that we slept. Actually, we converted to sleeping in our sleeping bags. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't We've almost it. mostly didn't pitch our tent. Oh, really? And, and how was how was like the last twenty four hours going across Dixon Entrance? Was it like a little frightening? Was it super frustrating? Was it just fun? Okay, it was fun. It was kind of drifty. No, we ended up, once we left Crater Gwaii, we ended up, we were frustrated because we were making progress. We didn't want to go back to shore. And we figured out we could set up the boat on a run by itself at about three knots, so we slept that night with the boat under sail for going forward. Boat. Both of you asleep? Yeah. For we up. stayed in our dry suits. Then the next night, we sailed when we were really in the Dixon entrance. We sailed mostly through the night, and at about 4 a.m., we stopped sailing shifts. And then the wind kind of crapped out, and we got the boat set up again on a run, and we went to sleep and turned our tracings off. No, yesterday we went swimming off the boat. We went skinny dipping and then hung out the boat just in the sun naked. <laughs> on, on purpose? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. It's been really warm and beautiful out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't made any progress. A little bit. How do you feel being here? No, it's good to be here. Yeah. It's been what? We, we, we're, we've eaten all of our food and we drank all of our water. We ran out of water. We managed to get a couple of bottles of water from a fisherman coming in here. So. When did you run out of food and water? Uh, we had our last food yesterday. We had coconut oil in our coffee this morning. Really? You were joking that you were kind of rabid. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't quite provision up enough food for... For going to Haida Gwaii? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh, but no, so we lost some of our water in the storm, which is why we were out of water. And then we weren't able to find... We got too lazy to actually find water on Haida Gwaii. So. Did you lose anything else during the storm? Or was everything else going to Oh, uh, my paddleboard paddle... This sat there. We didn't. We usually we strap everything down underneath the wings when they're underway, but we didn't get the strapping that down. And it just sat there, totally chill. Really? Next to us. Yeah. Was, was it... I mean... In those conditions, were you getting like crashing waves? Were they were they washing over you? Or were you able to ride them? You don't have to ride them, otherwise we'd be fucked. Yeah, so you're riding them. Yeah. No, we were going fast until we lost the kite. Well, our pontoons leak now, so we had 
it, it, it's a process. Every day we sail really hard. Uh -huh. I think the cracks on the top of the boat open under the stress, and then our pontoons fill. When did you get the cracks opening up? I don't know. Sometime during the trip. No, we now have after after the after the the storm. It's definitely so we're on um, starboard board. This side of the rig, I think, is definitely looser, and the boat feels slower, and we definitely have delamination in our uh, starboard punching. You know, you know Homer's The Odyssey? You might have had him beat. So, okay, here, why did you decide that, why was it, none of this a deal breaker for you? Why are you like, well, this is stupid. We really gotta, we gotta stop. We like sailing in storms. We're having fun. You're having fun? Yeah. Was it, did, none of it, what, did you have a bad time? No, we're no. I think there was a couple like slow rainy nights that we were sad there wasn't much wind and we were cold, but that was about the worst of it. Was a little sick preparation. Cold rain. No, the storms are great. I mean, other than that crossing to Heidegwai was a really long fucking morning to be on. Yeah, yeah. Peter was because he drove for that entire time. Oh, he did? Yeah, because I couldn't. I, I, but we would have capsized if I had those conditions. So. How the uh, pedal drive, the Hopi Mirage pedal drive? Great. Where? We continues. We broke the actual hinge part where it elbows a number of times, but we've managed to fix it, and it's in its best state as of so far. And the actual mounting to the crossbar has stayed perfectly, so we're really happy that the pedal drive is in better condition than we left. It works oh yeah. Than when we left it. So that's great. Is that a C clamp on it? Yeah, yeah. it looks like a C clamp. <laughs> cool. The aluminum kind of. Well, so it's getting yeah. flexy on you. So you did. You say you did a lot, uh, quite a bit of anchoring until the hideaway. No, we moment. did a lot of the first night on the outside. We didn't have anything other than the iPad, which doesn't actually have real charts on it. And so we went into this bay with all sorts of crazy little islands, and there was just massive surf coming into it and a lot of wind. And like the only place we found was this tiny little patch of kelp bed that was the water was totally still. We, that was about like ten or seven, so it was like seven feet. We entered there. <laughs> Beautiful stars. Yeah, it's it's like, except for like that love, the good anchoring experience. Yeah. Like the anchor space, yeah, pulling your anchor and your anchor is attached from your road, yeah, but yeah. it's in a piece of kelp that's kind of unnerving. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. I love anchoring. Um, anchor works great. It's still, we haven't broken a pontoon off, so we're happy about yeah, that. Yeah, good point, good point, sure. They, they apparently do that. They just, they delaminate where the crossbars are mm -hmm, and your pontoon goes. So was the blue tarp to keep water from pushing up through the tramp and getting you wet? Yeah. Would you do it again in this boat? It's not in this boat. I think no. we would want to do it again. We'd want to go in a faster boat. Yeah. 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 With the cabin or without? Maybe not a cabin. Uh, what's your bigger boat? Of 18. Uh, interesting. You know, you know you have to be accepted still, right? Okay, good. Just, just so we clear, before you start building, we can check in on, on that. No, our plan was to go outside because we wanted more wind and we were really sick of tidal, narrow passages. But oh, really? You there wasn't more a lot of wind. Well, there wasn't a lot of wind other than the, like, too much wind. Right. Was that the only time that you had that kind of heavy wind? We saw 30 at one point in Johnstone that we ran from, and then it went away. Uh-huh. No, I think the fastest we hit with the boat fully loaded was running from, like, a 
brief northerly in Johnstone that was about 30. We weren't sure what it was building. If it wasn't building, we wouldn't have run from it, but we didn't know if it was going to build. I think we hit 16, which isn't fast for this boat, but it's well, like it pretty good for loaded down and the fact that our pontoons are like half full of water. Quite a story. The outside of Kingdom Island is really pretty, so we're glad we went to that side of that. The water is really, really clear. Uh, I've never been to Kingdom Island. It was really pretty. Really? The water. No, we were in some. We went into some bays where we must have been in at least thirty feet of water, and we could see completely clear down to the bottom. Wow, that sounds enormous. We hit a shark. What? Like, this is the weirdest yeah. thing. You did what? We were pretty sure we hit a shark. A shark? Yeah. Um, when we left Bella Bella, we finally got <laughs> out uh, to the outside. We we're sailing along. You know, we've hit like lo- like small logs here and there, and they have uh-huh. kind of a bouncy sound. But we hit something. We thought it was something that was fleshy. And Peter said, what did we hit? We hit something. I look back at the starboard runner that was we must have hit, and there was gigantic, long, white bodies burst below the water. I'm like, we hit a whale. No, and I thought I looked back again. It was definitely a shark. A shark? That's crazy. You hit a shark. <laughs> That's the first Like, we just yeah, looked Bella Bell. Like, we had, like, a good night. Like, we weren't, yeah. we weren't losing it then. We had like coffee at some people's house on Denny Island because we had tied to their dock the night. Like we were like totally. I was not out of it at that point at all. <laughs> there was other than like crossing. That storm was kind of. I don't know. There was no time at which we were really that scared or worried about. Or we saw one bear on uh, Hyde Kwai. That was the only bear we saw. We were disappointed. We weren't seeing the bear. But we saw a lot of whales. We saw a really. I think a gray whale. Oh yeah, right on. And then we saw really cool dolphins um, after we crossed Seymour Narrows that were like, jump- there must have been 15 of them, and they were like jumping oh, in lines of like fives. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, you scared us with the, with the Grim Sweeper thing. Uh, Good. This is our last podcast for Race to Alaska 2018. So I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. It's been a lot of fun, and it's been an awesome race. And all you racers out there, I just want to say, be the heroes you know you can be. Ah, we probably all should be. Hey, thanks a lot.